0: in a service he's the greatest of the great and uh, he's just the epitome of he's the common man's poet he's written so many great great songs and he speaks our heart for us in song uh, you can't beat that but he's uh, loved by the whole wide world and uh, it's I tell you it's just I, I don't have the words to say because I get to introduce him tonight. Would you welcome Merle Haggard? Here it is, it is. the Baco Tunes, Tunes podcast yes. with Matt, Matt Munoz. Munoz.
1: Audio brought to you by Chain Cone Clark. Greetings, bake listeners. You know, after noticing the listening numbers for my 2011 interview with Merle Haggard to pass the 6,000 mark, I decided it was time for a much-needed spruce. If you've been following the rollout of my archived interviews here on bake you might have noticed the quality level varies depending on the year. The reason for that is because there was a lot of these archived interviews that were conducted via phone to a tiny voice recorder, and the reason for that was because I transcribed our interviews for print Features when I was at the Bakersfield California. Now in the case of my interview with Merle Haggard, yes, I was still working in the Bakersfield California newsroom as an entertainment writer, and just by chance was offered the chance to interview Merle. Now how could I say no, of course I wanted to interview Merle Haggard. At this time, Merle was getting ready to do a show at the Bakersfield Fox Theater on December 12, 2011. Now, I wasn't able to make it to the show that night. However, I did get a chance to see Merle Haggard live at Buck Owens Crystal Palace in Bakersfield, California, a year later. And what a show it was. Opening the show was Merle's longtime friend and fellow local country legend, Red Simpson, who sat on his stool on stage to sing a batch of hits, including Highway Patrol and others. Merle stepped on stage and jumped into action, giving the adoring audience what they came for. I can still see him that night, just sounding like the legend he is. I was a student listening to the Gospel of Merle in the sacred house that Buck Owens built that night. You can't get any more country or Bakersfield than that. I always get a little emotional every time I listen to our brief time on the phone. Merle was as nice and polite as can be, like an old friend with a patient and attentive ear. His calm demeanor really helped me get through our conversation. My nervous laughter was part, I can't believe I'm talking to Merle as much as it was, please don't fuck this up, man. It's Merle Haggard, man. Now in 2010, Merle Haggard was awarded the Kennedy Center Honor by President Barack Obama for his lifetime contribution to America in the performing arts alongside Paul McCartney and Oprah Winfrey. In 2013, I saw Merle receive an honorary degree of Doctor of Fine Arts from California State University. It was a beautiful day, I can remember it vividly. Merle continued performing and regularly raising money for the Ronald McDonald House and lending his voice to countless worthy causes. A real righteous human being worthy of every honor he received. Sadly, we lost Hag on his birthday, April 6, 2016, but judging by the response to my interview from Merle fans around the globe, his popularity is stronger than ever. What you're about to hear is the cleanup audio of the original raw 2011 interview I extracted from my tiny handheld recorder and posted to Baco Tunes in June 2021. Extra special thanks to my homie Brian Wallace, aka Dub Robot, for cleaning up the audio. Now here it is, Merle Haggard, right here on the Baco Tunes podcast. Enjoy, my friends.
2: Hello, hello, uh, Merle Haggard, please. You got him. Hi, Merle. This is Matt Munoz with Bakersfield, California. How are you? Hello. Real good. How are you guys down there? <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. So, are you all ready for the interview? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Um, but, you know, you and I have never spoken before, and I've been the one to interview you for a while. I spend a lot of time interviewing a lot of young rock bands, you know, from all over the world. And usually in the course of those conversations, when I tell them that, you know, I'm from Bakersfield your name comes up a lot as an influence on them. And we're talking, you know, clear across the other side of the globe. Um, how does it feel to be held in such high regard by so many young musicians of all kinds of music? Well, that's a great
3: feeling. You know, uh, It's, uh, I guess it means we're
2: influential. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, and I noticed um, about, you know, 78 years ago, you maybe only did like maybe one Bakersfield show a year or maybe every other year. You kind of skipped a couple of years. But now you're doing a little, a little bit more shows a little bit more frequently because you were just here, I, I believe, in May, weren't you, uh, earlier this year? Um, yeah, and we're going to be
3: back uh, yeah. by public demand there back again in
2: December. Oh, yeah, December the 10th. Now, is there any, any particular reason or you just want to get closer to the hometown or, or is it just because of the demand? Well,
3: you know uh Bakersfield's a big big part of my life, my I have relatives there, and so it's you know anytime they want me to play, I mean it's not me drumming up the, the uh, response they they come to me and say we the folks want to have you back, we'd like to have you back. when can we get you and We were playing two days in las vegas and and, and so it was natural to come run down and play
2: Bakersfield, I think yeah excellent. Now one one late Sunday night, I was I happened to be out riding my ba- my bike through uh through downtown Bakersfield, and I saw you hanging out at the Padre with uh with Ray McDonald, who I know, and you guys were just hanging out playing pool. And I was kind of hey, that's little Haggard, you know. You seem you seem pretty approachable and, and very laid back. I, I've never met you before, but um, do you like hanging out in public places and you know people coming up to you, or do you do you prefer your privacy? Well, I don't do it much anymore.
3: I I used to like to play pool, you know, but I played pool with the guys that played real good. And uh, I actually uh, took lessons from a, a couple of professional players. And, really? Yeah, and, it, and that's the main reason for me being down there. I really don't care that much about drinking or anything, but...
2: but hanging uh, out visiting with friends and stuff? Yeah, I like playing pool. <laughs> yeah, so now, you know, besides besides the the Padre where you happen to be there, do you have any favorite spots to visit in Bakersfield when you come in into town or you just kinda stay at home and or hang out with uh, friends at their homes?
3: Well they've all changed, you know, uh, to be we used to play at the barrel house, which is now a strip bar or something over there. Yeah. It wouldn't be good to hang out there, I don't <laughs> <get it. laughs>
2: true. Now, you know, to to calm all the fans down who who are always there's always seems to be concern about how your health is doing. Let let me ask you candidly, how are you feeling? And you know, can we expect Merle Haggard to be with us for, you know, a, a long time? I think so. Uh, you know,
3: with the, the 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 stem cell thing they got going on is going to make the heart last longer. I think longevity as, as a whole in the human race has increased quite a great deal in my lifetime, and, and uh, I've got a wife that keeps me real healthy and uh, makes sure that I'm uh, doing the right thing, and I try to get exercise, and so I'm, at
2: the moment, I, I'm in top shape. Excellent, excellent. Now, you ever, uh, thank you so much for that, you, you ever think about opening a, a Crystal Palace type Venue in Bakersfield, or you kind of just just prefer playing?
3: Well, you know, there's been people approach me about that, and it's uh, it, it's something I may or may not do. It's just uh, it's it's a whole different ball game, tiring yourself down to one place, and and uh, being responsible for lawsuits.
1: Oh yeah, I,
3: all that. You know, it's. Uh, It might be something. I did it one time up here. I had I had a resort uh, here in on Lake Shasta for about four years. I was partners in one, and like it
2: drove me nuts. (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah, it's trying to be a a, a, uh, yeah. It's it's got to be crazy now. Let's talk about the, the, you know, the outlaw country movement. And I've, I've interviewed a lot of the young guns that have been coming up, Ryan Bingham, Jamie Johnson. What do you think about that movement? Because a lot of them, once again, they attribute a lot of their style and, uh, and music, you know, musical style and image to, to you. you know, what do you think about those young guns? I've been a fan of Jamie Johnson. I think he's
3: great. and uh, you know, There's, there's, there's some uh, extremely... Rare talent, I think, appeared in the last twenty-four months
2: or so, and uh, you know, he's one of them. Mm, definitely. Now, your latest record, working in Tennessee, has uh, some family involvement. Her, uh, your wife, Teresa, is on it, and you also have your your kids on there. Now, how does it feel? How does it feel to work so closely with your family now? You know, the kids are getting older, and I'm sure they want to get involved in the you know in the business a little bit more. How was that whole experience for you?
3: Well, it's it's real. It's real rewarding you know to look around the bandstand and have have a couple of people on the stage that's qualified and uh not just there because they're part of my family i got i wouldn't uh i would rather have any guitar player in the United States than my son. I'd rather
2: have my son, oh he's fantastic <laughs> um when you, you know 'cause you know you're not just a father but you're also you're also their music musical mentor. Um, you know, and they sh- they both show a lot of great promise. Well, what kind of future do you see for them in the business? Should they choose to pursue it?
3: Well, if my wife chooses to sing, she'll be the star. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's just a matter of what they want to do. How much they want to uh, contribute to the whole picture is what they'll receive. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can do whatever they want to, I-, I
2: think. I think they've got the talent to do it. Mm-hmm what what kind of what kind of advice do you give them
3: uh study really really hard you know just uh study music <laughs> study the the uh, times in which we live and the electronic effect of it all as bad as it may be we may may want to sh- may as good as it may be we may want to shy away from it so as to uh give the people a selection that includes reality.
2: Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, Now, do you, when you, I I always want to know this, Do, do you have a hard time agreeing on a set list for the night? Because, you know, you do write a lot of new material, you're always putting out new music, or do you end up having to just settle for the fact that people want to hear the Merle Hagrid classics, and you just kind of leave it at that? Do you have an original set list with a lot of new music, and you go, well, forget it. I know that people are going to yell for the classics. So I'm just going to go with this. Man, I haven't used a set list since 1969. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how, how do you, how does the band keep up with it? Do you, do you just tell the band, Hey, listen guys, you know, you guys, I'm just going to call up the phones and you guys have to follow me.
3: That's it. And, uh, they're, they're very intent and they, they pay attention and they're sober and they're good.
2: <laughs> That's great. Oh. Um, now, I, I believe I read somewhere that there may be, there's been some talk about a movie possibly based on your life. Um, is there any news to share on that, or is that not happening? Well, it's, it's in progress,
3: but uh, it has, we haven't got very far along with it yet. But uh, it's not, not anybody's fault of my own. I have a, a, a standing offer at the moment, but we're trying to prepare what we want them to make a movie out of. You know, we can't. You can't tell the whole thing it would uh, be longer than the Walters. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: true. That's true. Now, uh, what what's next? What 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 uh, products do you, projects do you have coming up? Well we're working on that. Uh,
3: we're we're also working on a on an album that I'm calling Influence. And it's gonna be the music that I used prior to the time that I came into business and, and um uh, it'll be uh a lot of Marty Robbins stuff, a lot of Lefty Frizzell stuff, some some uh, Elvis stuff, and different things that I did on the bandstand before I had music of my own.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. That's really great. Well, excellent, Merle. I really appreciate uh, talking to you. I've been wanting to talk to you for a long time, and uh, it's an honor speaking with you. And we'll, uh, we'll see you here in Bakersfield on December the 10th. Thank you so much. I look forward to it. All right. Take care. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Are you ready for your song, Mom?
0: The first thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin' stream of growing up the ride. On a freight train leaving town. Child from a family meek and mild, my, my mama seemed to know what they in store. But all my Sunday learning, with the bad I kept on turning, till mama couldn't hold me anymore. And I turned 21 right in prison, doing life without parole. One could steer me right, but mama tried. Right. Hours without rest Wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right But I refused And I turned 21 In prison during life Without the road No one can steer me right But Mama tried, Mama tried, Mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame because Mama tried Stand up, Mom, and take a bow. Stand up right. My mother's sitting right here. How about that? <laughs> She's to blame for this whole evening. Y'all don't bother her now. <laughs> the bake tunes podcast with Matt Munoz. New episodes every week. And for the latest, be sure to follow us at bake on Instagram and Twitter. That's B-A-K-O-T-U-N-E-S. And be sure to like us, rate us, comment at us, and don't forget to subscribe. We'll be back next time.